Welcome to an enlightened hour of interactive talk. This is Guided Spirit Conversations with host Marla Goldberg. In this program, we spotlight guests from all over the globe who have helped others change their lives and will provide you with the tips, tools, and techniques that you need to help you make a difference in your own life. Now, here is Marla Goldberg. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? So it's Thursday, and we have another episode of Guided Spirit Conversations. Today, my guest is Nicole Schepner. Or you can say Schopner if you're in Germany. And Nicole is a vibrational sound practitioner, NLP practitioner, revolutionary agreements coach, member of the Co-Creators Convergence, and is in her second year a student in the Damaneur Mystery School, which is based in Damaneur, Italy. Welcome. How Hi. are you doing, Nicole? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited. I know you've got a great story. And we haven't had a sound healer yet on the show. So in two and a half years, you're my first. So I'm so happy about this. And I love sound healing. Awesome. I'm excited to talk frequency with you today. Great. So let's start from the beginning. How did you start down your path? What brought you down here? Uh, I, I, I like to say that I have an ambitious spirit and that I'm a slow learner, right? <laughs> so, you know, I've heard you talk about, um, you know, when you were doing the, the announcements for this about, you know, how I kind of hit the rock bottom before I decided, okay, it's time to get serious about my spiritual path. Um, because, you know, I had, a, it, it was a, it was a challenging life and I was doing the best I could. You know, I lived in lack and scarcity and, you know, times of deep abuse and addiction. And there was a lot of things going on in my early life that, um, gave me a wherewithal and a fighter spirit to kind of persevere in life. So I became this like warrior and I wanted to fight for freedom and fight for, for causes and, you know, like this rebel without a cause thing. Um, did a lot of work in like, male-dominated industries and was successful in all of them, like welding and hazmat and CDL and uh, heavy equipment operation and oil and gas. And, you know, like really just like wanted to make sure that I broke every ceiling that I could because I had that fighter spirit, that survival spirit from being younger, but I never actually dealt with any of that, right? I just kind of pushed it down, moved on and was going to be something because of who I am, you know, in Mm -hmm. spite of who I was, right? I always loved the American dream story, right? The the people who came from nothing and, and were successful, that always attracted me even when I was a kid. And um, so I was very successful in my business and uh, moving up the corporate ladder and uh, got pregnant and my son, my son passed away at birth. Mm, so and <laughs> it was, I it was that it's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. It really is. It was a tough time, but you know, it was like, you know, at that moment, like when your world breaks the, and the earth shakes, like literally the earth just shook when, when I lost him, um, like everything changed in that moment, right? You know, all of the things that I was already angry at God about but wouldn't talk about or, you know, stuffed down far inside my and, and said I was going to be successful anyway, I had all of that anger plus my son, right? Like, all the things that I've gotten through in life and still believed in you and still had faith and still believe that there was something better for me. And then you take my son. Now we have a problem, right? So I had this existential despair. Who am I? Who is God? Why am I here? What is the life? All of it, right? Because as you go through the grieving process, there's this 
there's this fakeness that feels like there is in the world, right? Because as you're grieving, you know, there's still that. And when people say, how are you? The answer is I'm fine, right? <laughs> you don't say I'm broken inside. I lost my son. Uh, you know, like you don't share that, like not in our culture. We don't really acknowledge that, that grief of a mother. Right. Um, and we feel very uncomfortable talking about it. So we hear these, God has a reason. He wouldn't give you anything that you wouldn't, he couldn't handle. This is testing you. And you know, when it comes to losing your child, you don't want a reason or a test or something that you can handle. You don't want any of that, right? You want your so, child. Absolutely. So the only choice I had to move on, I had two living children. I didn't want to end my life then because I didn't want that to be their story. I had to find a way to move on. And the only way I could find a way to move on from that was to find answers on who God is. What is the universe? Why am I here? What is life? Because it all felt so fake, you know, it feels so fake to say you're okay. It feels so fake to move on when you're broken. And like, what, what is this about? Why am I even here? Is life suffering? You know, those were big questions that I was asking myself at the time. Um, so it set me on the path and I found some amazing people, amazing classes. And so where was your first step? What was your first entree into <laughs> the spiritual path? Yeah, you know, yeah. it's usually we find a class or we find a teacher and that's, that's what starts us. And as, as healers, we continue to take classes and continue to expand our growth and our evolution and our ascension through knowledge, bringing in more knowledge and experience. Right. Absolutely. And I was definitely on the quest for knowledge and I tried many, many pathways that didn't work. A lot of different counseling, a lot of support groups, you know, there was just so many things I tried and it felt like I just kept ripping off the band-aids, you know, digging at the scar, you know, but not actually being able to heal it. So I had a conversation with God, you know, I was outside and I was like, listen, if you don't find somebody who's been through the stuff that I've been through, like um, to help me get through this, like I'll be having this conversation with you face to face first. And I just heard get a life coach. Like as soon as I said it was like threatening, like I demand you find me someone now. Like I was just in that space. Right. And I heard get a life coach and I immediately like I knew it was from spirit. I came in and I started Googling life coaches and I found Dina DeLuca of Evolving Door uh, in Youngstown, Ohio. Absolutely amazing woman. And I went in for the very first time and I had, you know, 30 years of stuff, right? Like 30 years of reasons why I was angry with God, you know, like the abuse, the addiction, the survival, the, you know, I was 17 when I started working with 300 blue collar men as a welder. You can imagine how many me too stories I have, you know, <laughs> I got that's um, flash dance. Yeah. 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 I was 17 years old working with 300 blue collar men. I have a lot of me too stories, you know, I didn't know it, you know, like, so all of these scars, all of these wounds that I've carried with me that I've never really dealt with stuffed down all came out right first meeting and she listens to everything I have to say and she pauses and she's genuinely cares. she genuinely cares but she looks at me and she says well that's everything you don't want what do you want and it was like in that moment like my mind was just absolutely blown like I had never even considered the question right I was in survival mode all right. of my life I never considered the question what do I want and so she was my, she was, she's the one that opened the door, you know, to change my focus, change my world, change my beliefs, challenged my beliefs. And um, she did it with love the whole time. So through working with her, I found other people. I was going to her studio when I found Jennifer Ivanko and Leanne Hetzel. 
And Leanne and Jennifer invited me to the Co-Creators Convergence and uh, became a member of the Co-Creators, CCC. And that's where I found sound healing is in that, in that convergence. So what is the Co-Creators Convergence? Oh, they're uh, amazing, amazing um, leaders and shakers and, and challenge makers and game changers of all different backgrounds, all different ages, um, from doctorate degrees to um, students that are 17. You know, like everyone is encompassed in this community. They're, they're like global and they're thousands strong. And they co-create with others inside of their community and with other organizations outside of their community. So they become bigger and bigger and bigger as the time grows because they're co-creating with people like Good of the Whole and the Tree Sisters and Dom and Her and World Unity Week. So they co-create with many different organizations and um, they, they make some real magic in the world and bring awareness to self-empowerment, self-growth, um, individual expansion so that we can expand together collectively. And we're moving into that energy to begin with in 2021. That's what this new age is, is about, you know, collective consciousness. Right. But yet being able to stay individual. Right. They've been doing it since um, 2012 with the CCC. Um, and they, they did it with people like Barbara Marks Hubbard. She was actually the reason that started uh, the Co-Creators Convergence. And she was actually at several of the conventions herself. And... Um, she, the 52 codes is kind of the, the founding principles of the co-creators convergence. So she's kind of our model. Which is wonderful. She was an, she was an amazing, amazing woman. She was. So you went, you went into sound vibrational healing. Let's, let's talk a little bit about that. So what was it that resonated with you? What brought you to that over all the modalities you've learned? This is where it feels to me where it pulls on your heartstrings that you just like have this, this love for, for the sound, for the vibration. But what was it for you? That was what I'm feeling. What did you feel? <laughs> well, you know, and it was just grateful for the journey because it's really, it really is for those who are starting out, it is the synchronicity of it all, right? Follow the synchronicity. The synchronicity is going to lead you to exactly where you're going to need to be step by step. And if you knew the whole picture, you doubt it anyways, because I kept asking myself those big soul questions that Jennifer Ivanka would always ask me to ask, who am I? Why am I here? How can I serve? Right? Those are her big soul questions that she works with through Adventures in Consciousness, which is a group that I've been a part of for a long time, game-changing group. And as she's asking these questions, you know, I kept hearing, you know, music. And I used to sing when I was younger, and I actually competed. Um, and I won some awards. And, you know, now I'm in my 30s, and I'm thinking, I'm not going to sing. Like, it's not going to happen, you know? So as I keep hearing this message in my meditations, like music, music, I'm also acting as if this little girl, and I'm like, I'm not going to sing, you know? I'm putting my hands in the dirt. Like, I'm not going to do it, you know, arguing with the universe. And, you know, like, but I kept going. I kept pursuing it. And I met a woman at the second co-creators convergence that I attended, and she was a vibrational sound therapist, and she offered to give me a session. And when I had that session with um, Flo, it was just absolutely amazing, and I knew that there was something there for me. So as soon as I got home, I signed up for um, the Vibrational Sound Associations course that they were offering in, um, where were they, Nashville, Tennessee. And when I walked in the room, it was like it hit me. Like, it's music, you know. Like, I found myself in that room. Like, it was like I was waiting on me to catch up with me, you know. And it yeah. was 
yeah, it was an absolutely a magical experience for myself. It's like, oh, <laughs> it's music. But my little mind, my little human mind couldn't find the details of that, you know, until like I kept hearing it. I wanted to argue in my, my little human mind mm-hmm. about it. And then once it came clear to me, I'm like, oh, it's music and um, just in a different way. Do you all, since you were, you did sing, do you also do toning, like verbal toning? I don't. I don't. I really just, um, I resonate, like, I resonate so much with the bowls and the gongs and the, um, the instruments that have a lot of consonants in them, that have that overtones, that reverberation. For me, that is a sacred, sacred space. And um, for a lot of the people that I work with, they're finding out how sacred that space can be, too. You know, I've had some really powerful experiences with other people in that room. And um, you just you can't really put some of that stuff into words. You know, you can try, but you're not going to be able to put it into words um, because there's an energy that you just can't describe. There's a magic that just doesn't I haven't found a word for it yet, Um, but it's it is um, it's transformative. It's very transformative. Well, I've been to a number of uh, sound baths and it's phenomenal. I mean, it's just, you know, and so tell, talk about what, what sound healing helps with. So sound healing really is, um, there's a lot of different ways that it works. And since I, you know, I have a vast field and play in many playgrounds, you know, I, I said I was in hazmat, so environmental health and safety. I have a degree in that. So I am typically science minded. So I like things to be tangible for me. Right. And yes. so I like to see data. <laughs> Just like Brene, you know, Brene Brown's the same way, right? She She's a data researcher on positive psychology. I love data. And so when I got into um, studying the actual, the, the frequencies and, the, and, and what those magic numbers were and what was happening through brain entrainment, force vibration, um, sympathetic resonance, when I started really understanding how this works, I was... I was absolutely fascinated. I mean, and if you think about it, like even in your, like how sympathetic resonance or forced frequency work, when you're in an upset mood or something's got you distressed and your favorite song comes on the radio, can you hold the vibration of the upset mood or that the anxiety that you're feeling? It's very challenging to hold the, the vibration of anxiety while holding the vibration of your favorite song. Right. It is. Like it's music. True is powerful in that way. I talk a lot about vibration frequency and how people keep, you know, if you're, if you're down here, how you get yourself up here, dancing, music, singing. I mean, that's what will lift you each and every time. I do agree with that. But, you know, there's a lot of, what's funny is, you know, everything has a duality. You know what I'm saying? Like, so there are, there's a duality in those high vibing people and there's a duality in the low numbers as well, right? Yes. So there's high vibing that's connection and, and, and empowerment and, and complete love. But then there's also, wow, that person's wound really high. They need to come down a little bit. They're pretty tense. They need to, you know, breathe, come down into the breath. They need to ground a little bit more. So, you know, there's that, there's always a duality. Yeah, there's always a duality when you're talking about high frequencies and low frequencies. And we talk a lot about the the positives in high frequencies and the negatives in low frequencies, yet the low frequencies are actually very, very powerful in and of themselves, 
right? Um, because we're getting back into nature, right? We're yes. getting back into the heart resonance. What's, what's the heart? It's, I think it's like four and a half beats per minute, right? And so when you're listening to shamans and they're doing the drumming and this, you know, from the beginning and they get into their trance light states, they're not doing it at 423 hertz, right? Right. They're doing it at 4.5 beats per minute. You know, they're keeping it low and slow, right? And getting back into that heart space. And so there is a lot of power in low frequency numbers that we don't typically acknowledge because you know, we kind of give it a bad rap. Like, oh, be high. We want to stay in the high frequencies. But you know what? When you need to rest, when you're sick, that's the first thing you want to do, right? You want to yes. rest. Right. The body needs to heal. And intuitively, we know that, oh, I don't feel well. I need to go take a nap. We intuitively know that we need to heal. What state of rest causes healing? The delta state, right? Yes. And when you're in that delta state, you're in the lowest of the low frequencies, right? But that's where the human growth hormone is released, is in that phase, right? So and if you don't get good rest, what's your day like the next day, right? Not so good. Right. So there's there's this ebb and flow, just like with our breath. Right. Right. You know, there's the high and the low and the ebb and the flow. And we really want to be in that space of like, I need to be grounded. So, yeah, I want to be in these high frequencies because of of connection and and spirituality and metaphysics. But yet, you know, I got to have a firm, firm planting on the ground, too. And so I want to be in these magic frequencies that are four point five beats per sections per second. Or what about the alpha, beta, theta, or alpha, theta gateway? That is pure magic, right? That is the, the frequency that I like to work with in sound healing because that's the frequency where um, transformation happens. That's the frequency where you are an active co-creator in your own life. That is um, so much happens in that frequency and that alpha, beta, theta, that gateway that we don't talk about. So you like, that's where you get the most visualizations. That's where you get, have the most creative power in your mind. That's where you come to the space of, um, a ability to change your unwanted behaviors is in that because you become, you come become present. We keep talking about the power of presence yes. and being here in that present moment. And that alpha theta gateway, you are present. You are able to view from an observer perspective your unwanted behaviors and really create change in that space. So that's really important for us to know that, yes, for you know, those higher frequencies are great, but you know what? Eight is a pretty magic number. You know? It is a very magic number. We're going to stop here for a second. We're going to be back in a minute. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, Nicole is going to be back. And on the second segment, I think we're going to hear a little bit of sound from Nicole. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a f***ing long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My F***ing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path to Learn to Live a More Self-Loving Life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. 
It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you are invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. If you've just tuned in, I am here with Nicole Shepner. Shepner, yes. Shepner. There's a vibrational sound practitioner, NLP practitioner, revolutionary agreements coach, a member of the co-creators convergence, and a second-year student of the Daminer Mystery School. And when we left, we talked about uh, Nicole giving us a little sample of her musical sound healing and so welcome Nicole. Hi thank you. So we want to dive right in then to um, just a little sample of what it would be like. So I have chosen I'm going to turn up my speaker a little bit so it might get a little bit louder or I'm going to turn it down actually so it might get a little lower and I apologize for that. To not blow our eardrums out if it gets too well it's the some of it can be a little bit intense at certain levels. So I'm just trying to, to balance that, you know what I mean? So that we can see it. Perfect. The best of it. So I'm actually just going to play chimes today. I'm going to play them just, you know, for a few minutes. And, and because the way I look at it, we're, we're dealing with chimes or we're dealing with any instrument. I went to the, um, the flea market and found these chimes, right? And they're absolutely magical to me and I absolutely love them. So if you are, you know, somewhere where sound healing isn't um, something that you can um, easily access, but you want to dive into sound, go to a flea market, find yourself a beautiful pair of chimes or a set of chimes or even a drum, a a shamanic drum, find your instrument and then just play with it yourself. And even just going outside and listening to a beautifully, uh, beautifully tuned set of chimes is the perfect way to kind of experience what it's like to get back into presence by turning off the monkey blind and um, just really kind of listening to the, 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 re- the resonance of the bowls or cognizance of the, of the, the, the chime. So a couple minutes, I'll do that. Sorry, it's taken me a couple minutes. Let me know if you can't hear me, but I think you'll be able to. Okay. I know it's a little softer, but I understand why. We'll just listen and dive in. Perfect. Do we close our eyes? Do we leave them open? I would invite you to close your eyes. Just by closing your eyes, you move from beta to um, alpha. So I invite you to do that and just listen to the harmonics and the overtones and feel what you feel. Perfect.
Wow. So for me, I was feeling my heart opening and I was feeling this pull towards the frequency. It was just fabulous. Thank you. We have a question from Molly. And Molly asks, I want to raise my vibrations to thin the veil. Other than happy thoughts and gratitude, how can I get into that high frequency space? Um, that's a really good question that she asked about how to raise our frequency. And, and, and fun facts, the only time that I know, and if any of the listeners have different information and want to share that with me, I would be happy to, to receive it. But the, as far as I know, the only people that have actually had frequencies as far as brain waves measured at those levels are monks. They're the only ones. <laughs> To my knowledge, at this time, what I have today. So we, we keep putting ourselves in this space where we want to be like monks. But you know what? We have, uh, we don't live in mountains. We don't live in nature. We don't, our experiences are not the same as their experience. It's not saying that we can't have spirit, spirit, um, based consciousness in this environment, but use what you have, right? But we, so we do have some brain waves that are, very accessible in the lower frequencies that will eventually raise your frequency because it's as above, so below, right? Yes. So if you want to grow like a tree, a tree of life, if you want to reach for the sky and, and grow towards the light, what do you need to do? Grow the you roots. Grow the roots. <laughs> right. <laughs> so this is why I love talking about raising our, our vibe, our frequency, because we will, we will grow. It, it's organic. But the first thing we need to do is get that foundation, get deep into that soil, go into those spaces that we don't love and transmute that, right? And you can do that much easier um, in lower frequencies, getting into those deeper states of rest and those deeper states of consciousness. So like there is still a space that's complete in Delta that is complete super conscious mind and it's around you can get into that conscious mind at 0.5 to 4 hertz. So that's with deep sleep, right? That's with grounding and meditation and diving deep into our lower frequencies. So it's an as above, so below process. So the, the roadmap has always been there. You can find it in the brave wave frequencies because it shares. They've done a lot of studying with people in transcendental meditation using, um, EKGs and setting them up so that they can measure those frequencies and cycles per second of what is happening in those spaces. That alpha theta border that you and I talked about, that eight yes. hertz, that's also the Schumann residence. That's also yes. nature, <laughs> right? Getting back to our natural state of being. Like, think about all the information that we digest in a day and how unnatural it is. Like, we weren't divinely designed to be an artificial light with artificial sound, with artificial information, with artificial frequencies as we have today. Like that's just part of our new experience and we're going to evolve and adapt. That's just what we do. So the, I'm, I'm not questioning that, but giving yourself a break in digesting all of this information around you that's not necessarily meant for us to have this much information at one single sitting, that is how you're going to raise your frequency because you're going to lower your frequency, dive deep into yourself and your meditation practices, and it's going to happen organically. There's nothing you're going to need to do. Um, it's just going to happen. Wow. 
That is powerful. That was a powerful explanation. I, I really liked it. I just love that because ex- I'm vision. You know, I I really get into what my my guests are talking about, and it's sort of like, okay, I get it. Because again, like earlier, I said for me, when I talk about when people are like down, you know, feeling badly, you know, depressed, anxious, whatever. You know, they don't feel like moving. That's when I feel people need to move, you know, because like we talked about earlier, you know, when you put on your favorite song and you sing to it, you I've never known anybody who feels bad right after singing their song or dancing or moving yoga. Um, you know, and there's a lot of moving arts that they can help, you know, raise the feeling, raise how you're feeling. But what you're also saying, though, is going into your depth. Yes. Which can then. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we, we need to understand that nature teaches us everything we need to know. Right. It's true. You don't grow into a beautiful flower until you first dig your roots into the soil. Right. The first thing that happens is you experience darkness. Like that's everybody's journey. Right. The right. first thing that happens is you experience darkness and then you use that darkness to reach towards light. And you dig deep into it until you can grow to a point where you can get break through the darkness and into the light. So both serve, you know, like both are very much of service to us. And, and that's, that's also talking about the birthing process. Yes. It's the same, you know, when, when you're a plant and you have to grow the roots to get out, to find the time, same thing. Your body can only get so big before, you know, the light is obviously birth is when you find your light. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're all doing it naturally. We're all growing. Like that's what nature, it's a natural process. You're going to see it everywhere you look in nature. We're all here to grow. Like, so we're going to do it. You know, we can just do it with a little more grace and a little more consciousness. So we only have a couple of minutes. Can you, in, in, in just like two minutes, tell me what Revolutionary Agreements is about? Um, Revolutionary Agreements is a, is a powerful simple agreements that you can tell yourself that are built on three pillars. And those pillars are truth, acceptance, and uh, gratitude. And um, they are simple truths that you can use in your life. And they were really interesting that the way that they were made because they were made in, um, in a, with intention to, to really like grow community. And so that's why I really love um, these agreements because it's again, in doing your inner work that you can grow community. It's taking responsibility, claiming your power within yourself by choosing responsibility for your choices and then excluding that power to others, right? A lot of the times when we're in suffering, it's because we've given some of our, our power to someone else, right? We've given, given a lot of our power, power. <laughs> to cause us suffering. And so right. these agreements allow us to reclaim our power through our choice and through our conscious um, acceptance of those choices that we can then grow ourselves and then expand that growth to the outworld community. So it's great for personal transformation, family transformation, work-life transformation, government transformation. They've actually been used um, in government to help with those transformations. Uh, Marion does a lot of work with these and she, she's you know, being a joyful noise in the world with these 12 agreements. I love that. It reminds me of the four agreements, mm-hmm. you know, because the, I saw what you had posted on Facebook, um, you know, which talks about the different agreements. 
And then the four agreements are similar in terms of what they want you to do. But, you know, we need to take another break. So we'll be right back with Nicole Schopner and uh, or Schapner, two ways of saying it. <laughs> but we'll be right back. Stay tuned, please. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a fucking long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My Fucking Long Journey to Loving Myself, a guide to a shorter path to learn to live a more self-loving life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. I hope you enjoyed that chime session with Nicole because it was phenomenal for me. So I hope you enjoyed it as well. I'm here with my guest, Nicole Schapner. She is a vibrational sound practitioner, NLP practitioner, revolutionary agreements coach, a member of the Co-Creators Convergence. She's a student of the Domino's Mystery School which is actually based in Dominar, Italy, but they have a number of schools around the U.S. and around the world. Um, and she has acquired a number of modalities under her belt, a number of passions, and living her purpose. So welcome back, Nicole. Thank you. So I, I do have a question for you. So to find Nicole, your website is soulfulsoundsvst.com? Yes, VST as in Vibrational Sound Therapy. Vibrational Sound Therapy. So to check out Nicole, Soulful Sound Sounds VST.com. And you can learn about everything Nicole does and how she does it and how she can work with you. So it's charity shout out time and your charity is Hogs Helping Heroes. Yes. So then so just to clarify, they're not hogs the pigs, it's hogs the bike riders. So <laughs> I wanted to clarify that. Let's talk about why this is so near and dear to your heart. I, it, the reason is because, you know, first of all, it's a local community. So these are gentlemen who are being the change they want to see in the world. Um, the founder, his name is Brandon Trussell. 
actually is a veteran who who does have PTSD. Uh, he was he was um, in two explosions while he was um, serving. So you know he has some some challenges for himself. But instead of you know his choice was rather than be victim of what are his his limitations are, what his you know disbeliefs are because of this these situations that have happened, these traumas that have happened in his life. He is being a support to other veterans who also have trauma in their life, and so now they're creating this community of people who are coming together and helping each other find resources to help with the PTSD, to help with um, basic things that they might need. Is you know like one of the people needed a, an electric wheelchair. And so they helped generate money to get this person the, the wheelchair that he needed. They're, they're an amazing group of people. My husband is, is part of that group. And um, I, I root for them all the time. They're doing amazing work in the world and they're growing and they're expanding. I'm not sure that their website is up yet because they're growing and expanding, but it will be any day now. So keep checking hogshelpingheroes.org. Correct. Yes. Thank Perfect. you. My pleasure. Thank you. So how do you incorporate your other modalities or do you incorporate your other modalities into when you're working with a client? Absolutely. Absolutely. Everything that, you know, again, it's about synchronicity, right? You are exactly where you're supposed to be, exactly when you're supposed to be there. So me learning about NLP was to help reclaim my own power, right? Because I was in that space of feeling a victim to God, feeling like he was torturing me. And so it was through Dina and working with her. She's an an amazing NLP practitioner and working with her and then Dina seeing a light in me and said, you know, you should do this too. Like you should take this course. And so she offered, you know, offered it to me. And so I did it through her, um, through the evolving door and, um, you know, help other people see because I've had such a diverse experience in life from losing a child to abuse, to drug addiction, to, you know, like I've had so many, Um, experiences, I can relate easier with people who are going through those same experiences, right? Like losing a child, I know what it's like to want to not live anymore. Like I can tell you, I know what that pain is. You know what I mean? So I know what it's like for a parent who's going through that. I also know what it's like for a person who's trying to overcome their own fight or flight systems, like this tense, like constantly need to protect yourself because you don't know when you're in in trouble and, and when you're in danger because you learn not to trust yourself because the people who love you are also the ones hurting you right Right. and so you learn not to trust yourself because I can't be right about who is good and who is bad because if I was right about who is good and who is bad I wouldn't be being hurt so bad by the people who say they love me and so you know like learning the lies that we tell ourselves when we were three and four years old and we're having these experiences that are very uncomfortable we're giving these experiences meanings at three and four years old that aren't necessarily true because we don't have the cognitive reason skills that we need to really give that a fair definition. But the thing is, we operate on those definitions for the rest of our life, and we don't even remember it, right? It's true. Yeah, we do. And, and we're storing that memory based on emotion, right? And so when we're storing that memory inside of us, think about the last time you had an argument with someone, you will immediately recall the feeling of anger. But then the details, I, I can't remember what he said, but I remember I was so angry, right? the details get foggier and those details get foggier with age, but you still have the memory. Your subconscious is still bringing the memory of the emotion to your awareness. And if you don't know how to respond to that and realize that that's not a true emotion that you're having now, it's a memory from an old emotion that you don't know the details of, 
then you don't have the information that you need to change how you respond in that situation. So if I had not taken NLP, I wouldn't understand how you store memory in the body. I wouldn't understand how you can transmute those stored memories into something with more meaning had I not taken that or even been through the Dom and Her Mystery Schools because there was a whole immersion course on transformation of memories. That was powerful, right? To really go back and look through multiple different lenses at some of these memories from a very detached way to really see, you know, when I was three years old, I had this experience happen and this is what I said it meant. And this is how I've lived the rest of my life was based on that experience. And not knowing it because it's on autopilot, right? It's memory. It's on autopilot, you know, like I don't even realize that I'm doing that. So when I'm working with these people and I'm seeing them hold their own, like how they're holding their own energy and their own emotions and how they're releasing those or choosing not to, um, then I can use some of the NLP skills that I have to to help build rapport. Because some people have never experienced energy healing ever. And I'm the very first person, right? So I really need to make sure that I can establish that rapport so that they feel comfortable because you don't want someone going into fear when they're getting ready to do a meditation, right? We don't want to enforce that, right? We don't want to reinforce that neural pathway. No. So, yeah, like, and then with the revolutionary agreements, sometimes I just use those as mantras, either at the beginning of the meditation or the homework for after the meditation. Like if something comes up and we share and they're, they're sharing, you know, from their soul or from their pain, what, what they're trying to release. These revolutionary agreements are amazing to give them t- to send them home with, right? And so a lot of the times it's just helping them make a new agreement with themselves. I love that. That's wonderful because, yeah, as, as you, you had said, you know, and it's not necessarily the situation, but it's the reaction to the situation that imprints that emotion into your cellular DNA. Right. Makes a huge difference. So something else I want to do, there are two things I wanted to talk about before we, we close out the show, but let's talk about synchronicity. You'd mentioned it and you mentioned how synchronicity can bring magic to ourselves. Can we talk about that? Synchronicity. Absolutely. So synchronicity is in the esoteric world. It's those signs and subtle signs and subtleties that we get from we receive from the universe when we ask a question. But it's also in the science. It's also in the science world. Right. So if I ask you a question right now, don't answer it. Like I'm going to ask the question, but I'm going to ask you not to answer the question. How old are you? Did you answer the question in your mind? Oh, yeah, but I didn't answer it out loud because that's what right. I thought the instructions were. Right, but I wanted you to not answer it at all. Right? Oh, okay. You can't not answer a question that's asked for you. What is the color of your background? Were you able to not answer that in your mind? Yes. You were able to do that. Yes. Wow. Not a lot of people are, right? So you've definitely been doing your work. Oh, a yeah. lot of people have to have, like, you have, your mind needs closure. So anything that your, your mind is asked, it needs to search for an answer, right? So you have the science of it that is your mind can't handle an open loop. If you ask it a question, it will search for the answer. It needs the closure. Or you have the synchronicity, the metaphysical or esoteric idea of that, which is synchronicity, finding those subtle things in your life that are going to lead you into the direction that you're supposed to go. Either one is right, but both of them support each other in that way, right? So it's science meets esoteric knowledge, you know, or science catching up to esoteric Esoteric knowledge knowledge. is probably the way to say it. Nicole, I am so sorry. Our time is up. I, you have been amazing. I, 
I'd love to have you back. There's still so much information. I still have so many questions for you. But I am so grateful for you being here today and sharing your beautiful chimes with us. A little sampling of what you do. So to reach out and find out more about Nicole, it is soulfulsoundsvst.com. So check Nicole out. Check out what she does. I This is a very well-rounded, very educated, uh, powerful individual. So she can only help you and definitely not hurt you. Uh, and it's worth the checkout. So please do. Uh, I want to thank everyone at Voice America for all you do. Thank you for helping me get the show on and, and all you do to get the show on. So thank you. Bridget, my right hand, my left hand. So grateful for to you and you, the listening audience, for taking the time out of your day, out of your life to participate in today's podcast. I wanted to share a quick announcement with you. I am teaching a class on the 11th of February. It is called Journey to Self-Love 101. You can find registration on my uh, my website, which is Marla Goldberg with two R's.com. And I'm offering you, my listening audience, a discounted, a special discounted price that is in, in my website right now. So there's only room for a select amount of people to get this price for Journey to Self-Love 101, the class I'm teaching on February 11th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So please don't hesitate. Go to my website, sign up for the class. You won't be sorry. We're going to do all the elementary steps to forgiveness, release, self-acceptance, and ultimately getting to that place of self-love. And as always, I leave you by saying, I send you love. I send you blessings. I send you gratitude. I love you all so much. And I am so grateful for you and the support I receive from you. Stay well. Take care. Thank you again, Nicole.